Peace, peace, peace. I am Philip Roundtree, and you are tuned into episode six of Hashtag You Good Man. And so this week's episode, I decided to, to bring a guest, and well, I was forced. I was forced to bring in a guest because I, I got hit up by my good friend, Karita Lugo, who's founder and CEO of Styling For Your Life. And she was like, Phil, now we go back by what, 15 years? Go back like hot cones and ice cream trucks or something like that. I mean, ice cream trucks is still Yeah, there. ice cream trucks are still around, I so mean, I'm not sure. The, the... and old bus seats. Old bus seats. Yeah, like in a bag. We go back like Rosa Park pre-protest days when she was sitting in the back and not in the front. Right? But she ended up sitting in the front, so... Um, I mean, eventually, we got to the front. But, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, in the I'm, bank. I'm confused. Go, go, go to the bank. Black Lives Matter. Uh, <laughs> but no, but we, we, go, we go way back, at least 15 years. And so when she hit me up last week and said, you know, Phil, when are you going to have me on the podcast? Because uh, I didn't really entertain having... having you know, thought about really having guests on, on this podcast format. I know I did on the previous one, but because I was still just trying to find my find my niche. But then when she when she brought up what she wanted the topic to be, it was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a go. And she said that, uh, you know, we need to talk about entrepreneurial wellness. And it's something that that means a lot to me, not only as a as an entrepreneur, but as somebody who has a business, Quartify LLC, check it out on YouTube. Uh, the videos and stuff, uh, <laughs> but which has a business that focuses on wellness, but it, it, it also is it, it's a, it's an important aspect of my life because again, for those who who are just listening for the first time and have no no idea who I am, I'm somebody who's open and honest about my dealings with depression and anxiety, and so me taking care of my overall wellness is means a lot to me, especially as an entrepreneur. So. And again, this isn't, this is just us, this two, honestly, this is two friends having a conversation, discussing entrepreneurial wellness, and we want you to get something out of it, especially for those entrepreneurs who are listening, because at the end, we will give tips, but in the, in the process, we discuss, we'll be discussing, you know, why it is important. Again, she's an entrepreneur, you know, founder of Styling for Your Life, so why is this subject so important to you? Well, um, like Phil said, I uh, founded Silent for Your Life, and I actually found it in 2009, and I was focusing on uh, styling and interior decorating. But as I started to transform, I wanted to also transform my platform into more of a lifestyle entrepreneur website, which gives strategies and tools for people to live a better life in their ideal life, uh, their ideal lifestyle and how do they connect to that but as i was going through this process of relaunching um, my site which i'm still going through um i also realized that um there's a lot of things that come up during it and i know we often glorify and glamorize uh entrepreneurs that on the beach and they traveling the world and you know they're getting money but at the same time no one's really seeing some of the other aspects of what happens to your mindset as you become an entrepreneur. Um, the financial stress, um, the isolation. A lot of times, you because you're so focused on your goals, you're not um, around a lot of people and you start to question and you're not necessarily as confident. So I just thought it was important that we have this dialogue and this conversation um, because 
women of color are the number one um, entrepreneurs um, in the country now. So I am, you know, uh, it's important for us to, to talk about our community and how we can stay uh, well in our, in our mindset as well as growing our businesses. Listen, it, it, so you're trying to tell me that that the grind isn't all it's cracked up to be. The grind chips away at your mind too, and, and, your, and your and your wellness. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, it's not as uh, as easy as it seems. You know, I know a lot of people got things on social media and Instagram, but there's a lot of sleepless nights, and there's a lot of. Uh, stress like breaking down it's like crying in a corner with the slow rock you know definitely definitely and when i you know the reason i brought up the grind because again it's so you know it's so cliche these days to say i'm grinding um, i'm grinding i'm grinding everything is it's all about the grind it's all about the grind listen i you know some of my favorite public speakers they talk about the grind but i think it's an aspect that's that's not mentioned you know, we're talking about the effects and the effects of the grind, as, as she was just stating. You know, so many stressors as being an entrepreneur and just a few of them. Like, listen, it's a lot of self-imposed pressure. I know me personally, when I was sitting down trying to figure out what the stressors are for a, you know, for an entrepreneur, I didn't really have to go to Google. You know, I just had to think about my own life. And, you know, I was thinking about this self-imposed pressure. Listen, you need to wake up at 5.30 a.m., you need to to have X amount of emails sent out in a day. You need to achieve this. You need to achieve that. And if you don't achieve it, then you, you can't even call yourself an entrepreneur. Ex exactly. It's ex a hobby at that point. Ex exactly. You know, I failed. I failed today. And and that's just like that's such an unhealthy way to to look at it. Again, we talk about those those self imposed pressures. Have you have you when you think about it? Have you unconsciously um, attributed self-imposed pressures to yourself? Yeah, of course. I think um, to, to piggyback on what you're saying, it's this whole hustle mentality. Boss up, boss chick, boss. I mean, nothing against that. But I think we need to have a healthy balance of reality of like every day I don't feel like bossing up. Every day I have to create some type of um, environment within my own home structure some some days because i don't have a boss waking me up um i don't feel like waking up i don't feel like getting up at five o'clock i don't feel like structuring my day i want to sit on a couch and watch tv all day i don't want to uh sell myself every day and i think that's just a lot to even understand that there's no structure on how to do this i mean you get tips but every business is different. Every person is different. And when you go to a nine to five, um, you know the expectations, you know the requirements, and you know what the result is um, in your paycheck. So when you're an entrepreneur, you don't necessarily know, like today I might not meet my quota. I might not meet my goal. Um, and my lights might be cut off, <laughs> like, you know, or I, I can't afford Wi-Fi this week, you know? So it's like this other financial pressure mm -hmm. coupled on to constantly justifying to your friends why you're not around. 
Yeah, yeah, no, and indeed. I mean, you you touched on two of the stressors that I was going to mention. Definitely the money issues. Listen, you know, <laughs> most entrepreneurs aren't making money. You aren't making money, not to start. You have to be exceptional. It, whatever you're selling, but even then, you still, for the majority, they had to put in time. They had to put in time perfecting and honing their craft. So for me, I know I've been... Uh, you know, I've had Quadify now for going on a year. I haven't really promoted it as a as a business because I don't feel like I'm at that stage yet, even though it is a business. You know, I haven't had a coming out party, but even with me, you know, doing public speaking and, and me coaching athletes and, and things like that, listen, some these things not bringing in money. You know, when I have, a, you know, I'm telling clients, you know, who I, who I coach, uh, with athletes that I coach, some of them just saying, yo, just come on, you know, just come aboard, you know, and it's just the slow build. When I go see some of these places, listen, when I go to, when I tell Philadelphia high schools, you know, asking them, can I come out, which they've said no, shout out to the Philadelphia school district, because trust me, I can't wait till week one where I'm standing outside, but that's a different story. I'll talk about that another time. But, you know, they can't, I'm, I'm not getting paid for these things. When somebody asks me to come speak at their, at their event that they're having at, you know, where I'm speaking in front of, of two girls, uh, and this actually happened. You know, I went and it was just like, yo, can I come speak? And I was just like, listen, yeah, we get there. It's, it's two young ladies there. But listen, I'm going to speak like it's 300, like it's 3,000. I'm not getting compensated for that. You know, and it's, yeah, it does take time. It does take money, ordering business cards, setting up websites, doing all these things. Listen, you might not have time uh, or the, the, the funds or the resources to to have a social life or what have you, as you, as you touched on, you know, it's like the, you know, taking it back to like hunter gatherers, you know, it's like the only way you're going to eat <laughs> is if you go out there, you know, and that's difficult because you don't, listen, you don't want to go out there every day, but I think it's important to know that, listen, that's okay. That's okay. Listen, you're not going to, now, are there going to be times where you, you have to force yourself? Yeah. Is, is it quote unquote mind over matter? Of course, you know, but it's listen, if it's if you wake up in the morning one day and you say, listen, you know what, I'm not going to do anything till 12, then that's OK. And you're not any less of an entrepreneur. And I think your balance is different. I mean, you have to gauge what your balance is. Like sometimes with me, I, I do clusters. So I might do two days, completely nothing. I do personal stuff on those two days, whether it's like I'm going to the gym, I'm running an errand and then I do two days like non-stop from the morning to midnight or beyond just literally sitting there in my office just working some people say you know create this other routine but your patterns and routines are different they're specific to you so don't get caught up in just believing that every day you got to wake up at 5 a.m that might not work for you especially if you wasn't a morning person um, you got to find what works for you and don't believe the hype. I think a lot of times we get caught up in comparing ourselves. Exactly. Um, and, and you might admire someone and you might try to adapt and use one of the tips that they've, um, said work for them. But again, you have to figure out what works for you. What's your personality, what's your behaviors before. And, and, and you also have to have some stretch goals, you know, push yourself because, I mean, you're doing something new, so you got to try something new or you won't get the same results. But do it within um, some with within reason, basically. 
No, no, I, I definitely agree. And one thing that you touched on, which is that, you know, about what you're watching, you know, what you're seeing and, and comparing yourself to others. Listen, we all compare ourselves to we, we compare ourselves to our future selves, which is also, you know, can be unhealthy at times. You know, but when I me personally, me being somebody, a, a quote unquote, I hate motivational speaker because I just hate that term, me personally. But when I see people like Gary V or or Eric Thomas, or I see other people who I like listening to, you know, the old school Les Browns. I'm like, man, you know, and they're sitting there telling, okay, you got to do X, Y, and Z. But when you hear, you know, truly hear their story, you know, listen, they've been doing this forever. I was listening to, it's funny, I was listening to Cardi B, you know, shout out to Cardi B. Um, Yeah, exactly. Listen, I, I love that song. I do. Uh, it might be the song of the summer, but you know, I was listening to her talk and she was, she was talking It's weird. It's like, you know, wisdom from Cardi B, you know, no shade. Cause you gotta be a genius to, to promote herself, to sell herself, to get to that point. But she was like, listen, uh, you know, people know her for being on love and hip hop. And I guess if you've seen her at a strip club, but she was like, listen, I was on a podcast where I was getting like, uh, you know, a hundred listeners. I've been doing X, Y, and Z for years, you know, trying to position myself for where I am now. And and I think that's key. We can't just look at it and say, oh, you know, we see the glitz. We see the glitz and the glamour through social media, which is one of the downsides of social media, because we don't see people's a lot of people's authentic, true self. And so it's, it's you know, it's important that we keep that perspective, uh, especially if as an entrepreneur, when you're looking at other entrepreneurs and you see them succeeding, uh, quote unquote, succeeding, whatever that is for them. You got to be mindful that your journey is different. I, I remember that there was something on Facebook or Instagram. It was like Morgan Freeman became an actor at 50-something. Tiffany Haddish got her yeah, big deal that. at, you know, in the movie at 36 or something like that. And it's just like, even though it's cliche, it's real. You know, your time, I look at it like, listen, do I want to be, you know, a, a, a prominent speaker, you know, by tomorrow for sure, you know? But if it happens at 60, you know what? It's my time. It's just my time then. I think you have to understand um, that there's some unseen things that occur when you're an entrepreneur. and some things that you don't even foresee happening. Um, it is definitely a journey. I know that is cliche in itself, but you learn so much about yourself in the process. Others, uh, I think a lot of times when I um, interact with other entrepreneurs, Constantly, uh, this this thing about uh, I have started my business now. No one's really supporting me. No one's buying my stuff, my products, uh, and go through this weeding out process um, of really understanding what you can do, what you can endure. And sometimes you're just plain shocked. You're shocked. You're going through this um, morning uh, situation of social interaction. Um, a lot of isolation sometimes happens in entrepreneurship. And it's hard because if your every day has been to interact with people and be around people, and all of a sudden uh, your friends or your family don't understand what you're doing, one, you get tired of constantly justifying what you're doing all the time you know and sometimes because you're in a phase yourself where you're trying to discover and understand yourself 
and refine that it's hard and it's frustrating trying to explain this to your family and friends what you're trying to do and there's a lot of doubt you already have your own doubt but then there's doubt from your family and friends i know with me i worked in higher education and i left and people didn't understand what was going on they're like oh my gosh like you you have uh, a nice car a nice place so you got a, a really nice job um you finish your school get your doctorates um and i don't understand you went to school for this why are you just rolling out and i would tell people all the time like look i'm about to just go to Africa or something like I just you know <laughs> you turning to Dave Chappelle yes Dave Chappelle that, yo he had but he had it right though belly like, is something <laughs> there's a certain turning point in your life when you realize there's more than just working and I think that becomes that that turning point for you know great entrepreneurs where something a, a, a switch happens where they're like I can't do this anymore i'm worth more than a hundred and something dollars a day you know and utilizing eight hours to just get that a hundred and something dollars a day and they know there's more out there but they don't know exactly what they're great at or what to do but they know that they can't continue to do that so i i I kind of snapped out and I just kind of went out into isolation. I didn't really tell too many people what was going on. They were kind of shocked. I uprooted. I changed my phone number. And it was because I couldn't hear all those voices when I already knew that I had um, some anxiety myself that I was going through. And I didn't need that to be coupled with a whole bunch of other people's expectations of me. So I had to regroup and I think that's so important as entrepreneurs that you self-care and have realistic expectations for yourself and have real honest conversation. Um, because honest conversation with yourself is just like, I don't care, respond to yourself. I talk to myself all the time. Actually, there's a study out there that says like people who talk to themselves mm -hmm. are yeah, like really that. sane. And I think, um, what was it? Eckhart Tolle talks about that as well, and um, I forget what the book is called. It's a famous book. Oh, but, I don't read books anymore. <laughs> but like I had to come to grips with that too. It's like it's like things as you get older, you come to grips with. Like you know, they had the um, the the book phone challenge. You know, because Jay Z okay. said you know the money phone, so it's like do the book phone challenge, and I put up audio books because I realized I'm not out here reading books. I'm not gonna sit out here in front like I'm reading books. I'm listening to books, you know, because I had to learn what was best for me. And and I think you know, and what you're saying is, listen, you got to figure out what works for you. Listen, being an entrepreneur, and and listen, this. You know, we're not just talking about full-time entrepreneurs. We're talking about part-time entrepreneurs. I see a lot of people selling hair, no shade. You know, listen, that, but that takes time. That takes a toll on you. And so you have to be mindful. That's why self-care is, is so important. Um, I mean, you and I worked at the same place. Mine was much shorter. You know, my, <laughs> I had my little three-month stint. And I realized, no, this ain't for me. I can't, I can't do this. When I'm having anxiety going somewhere where I know I'm not wanted, I know I'm not, this is my, me, you know, I know I'm not appreciated. I know my skills aren't being utilized. So again, why am I here? And like you said, nobody understood. And I said, yeah, I, I quit that school. And it was like, wait, why? You know, you get there and then, you know, you can do X, Y, Z. I said, well, you know, I, I, I'm all about being happy. 
I'm all about being happy. Whatever that is for me, which I'm st- it's still a journey, it's still a process, but I know me taking on added stress um, isn't something that I'm, I'm willing to do at this point. I'm, I can't compromise my wellness. And so we said go to Africa. I'm like Dave Chappelle because now, you know, look, he walked away from 40 million, you know, and now granted it took, you know, 10 to 15 years. But again, he believed in his skill set. He took time for self, for family. And he says, you know what, when he was in a state where he felt like he was able to come back and, and give of himself like he needed to, then he did it. And so it's just it's just so important because there's so many, you know, so many stressors and things that are uh, and, and mental health issues that are a byproduct of 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 being an entrepreneur. And so, I mean, just to go into it, to start with, you know, you said you mentioned anxiety. Listen, you know, the stress and the pressure. I I sent out probably about 200, probably about 200 emails and about 200 emails. I got two responses. You know what I mean? I got two responses. When I didn't get any after a few days, I was just like, yo, this is crazy. All right. Now I got to send out more. I got to do X, Y and Z. Um, you know, the fall is coming up. A lot of uni- colleges and universities have their budget and they getting that set. All right, so I got to sit down. I got to do it and, and continue to push out, which is true. You know, listen, I don't want you to think that it's not true, what the things that I was saying, but it was to the fact where I, I started to perseverate on it. And I started to, to think that if I didn't get out X amount of emails per day, that I wasn't being productive. Or efficient. Exa- or efficient. I think also, I mean going off of what you're saying too it's like rejection after rejection no after Bruh. no like uh, Bruh. gosh the feelings and emotions that are associated with that you know yeah listen that's that's real that's like when you you know you're young and you're trying to you know uh pursue you know somebody of the opposite sex listen somebody of the same sex and you and they just reject you or they keep walking by you know, if they say no, you like, all right, at least they spoke to me. But when you don't hear nothing, you know what I mean? It's just like, dang, was they it didn't that say bad? They uh, circle yes, no. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. They just they just threw it in the trash. It was like, what? You know, <laughs> well, my heart is in the trash. You know, you, you know how much effort I put into this. You know, so that rejection is real. You know, and then the fact that on top of it, which can build, it can you know, rejection. Listen, it can impact your self esteem. You know, because it's like that you put your you attach your self-worth to the result. And so that's why it's so important that no matter how difficult it is, you try to just stay in the moment. You know, you 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 know, you send out 100 emails. You you show love to yourself like, yo, that's what's up. All right. Listen, you might get an ice cream cone because I did that. You know, show yourself love. Yeah, I think establishing uh, reward systems exactly. within your entrepreneurship. Uh, because when you work in a nine to five and um, at a company, well, you get bonuses or you get verbal praise. But when you're an entrepreneur and you're working by yourself, you know, as you're starting up, that there's not always that verbal praise exchange. So to make sure that you're giving yourself some some affirmations, I know one thing I do every morning i say three things that i'm grateful for so i start to reverse my mindset and and focus on the positive things that happen instead of the negative things that happen and doing that 
throughout my whole day, I'm searching for things to be grateful for instead of focusing on the negative. And that really helps to shape and keep my mind um, focused on the positive. Um, I do remember the book now. The book was called Power Now. Okay. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll check it out on Audible and see if, they, <laughs> if the author is talking. Otherwise, I can't read it. <laughs> um, but also, uh, you know, we talk about mental health issues. We talk about depression. You know, depression that results is a, is a in relation to, you know, the isolation and all the stresses that we discussed previously. It's it's real. There was a statistic about, uh, I don't, maybe I'll find it throughout this podcast. I know I posted about it on my IG, but it was such a high number of entrepreneurs. Listen, there, there's a lot of people who've committed suicide, popular entrepreneurs who've committed suicide, who've had big businesses because, again, they, they fall into this depressive state despite being successful and i think that's one of the uh the myths about about depression and mental health that because you're successful that you can't be depressed and i think also as an entrepreneur when you do have employees that you have the burden of uh, making sure not only that you're finance, uh, financially stable um but their livelihood is in your life and somewhat tied to your performance. And that uh, brings a lot of pressure with that. Um, so it's that and uh, a lot of other, uh, the other issues that come with just being um, on this constant on state. And as I coined it as uh, performing, you know, you're constantly performing. So, you're, you have the pressure to, to come and act like everything's okay, um, whether that's in your, your daily nine to five or even in your business as you have employees. Maybe you're, you're struggling with something, but you got to pump yourself up and pump your team up so that they stay geared up um, for you and for the business. Because losing one teammate is detrimental sometimes to a small business. Um, you becoming sick not just mentally sick but physically sick you um your body's starting to break down because you're staying up um endless nights and not having consistent sleep um, routines uh eventually your body starts to shut down and when your body shuts down and it's only you and your business how do you still bring in that revenue that's needed uh also entrepreneurs sometimes don't have uh health insurance so that's uh, another pressure. So they're like, I can't go to the hospital. I can't do these things because it's not within my financial means to do so. So what are some of the things that you can do to also um, kind of balance that out until you get to a state where you can uh, get that, that help that you need? I know for me, I do things like uh, yoga. I try to go to yoga at least twice a week. Um, I do Reiki. Uh, acupuncture sometimes because you can find places that do like sliding skill. I'm more into some holistic methods um, just for my own personal choice but to me they're also some they're cheaper as well um, essential oils or, or some other things and once in a while I'll go get a, a massage um, because there's a lot of tension that I carry I grind my teeth. I was just telling Phil that um, I was grinding my teeth so bad that I had to get some, um, was it crowns put on? And I'm like, oh my gosh, and you, you know, whether you have insurance or not, it's still expensive. 
But uh, what are some of the things that you do to release stress, Phil? Uh, before I before I touch on that, I did find a statistic. So it was it was one in three entrepreneurs experience depression. Wow. One in three. So we're talking about thirty percent, and they're saying that it's it's higher than the national average, which is seven percent. And for the reasons we give, you know, the fact that you're out here, the added stress, and so it's just again, it's so it's so critical. But to get into you know to get into tips related to related to taking care of your overall wellness for me i i work out you know that's one thing that i that i i do if i don't work out i don't feel as good you know because it does have um mood enhancing effects so you know your endorphin levels or what have you also just spend the time with you know with family with friends my daughter i have an eight-year-old daughter I, i like spending time with her she gets on my nerves it's real, but but you know she she brings me so she brings me joy. You know she brings me a peace that that only she can give me. So I don't really have too many, and that's the thing, and that's something that I've that I need actually need to work on. You know, full disclosure, I I haven't been to therapy maybe in a few years, but you know, late last week I started emailing. I emailed two therapists. One of them hit me back over the weekend. This actually reminds me that I need to give her a call uh, tomorrow to, you know, to try, you know, see if it's a good fit. Because I, I think that in seeing a therapist is, is so, it's healthy. You know, you don't have to keep something in. And you can look at it as uh, somebody that's neutral who's going to either just listen because that's ultimately up to you. You can literally go into a therapist's office and say, listen, I don't want to talk to you. You know, I'm a talk. I don't want you to say anything back. That's a reality. I have uh, me being a therapist. You know, I have clients who do that at times. Listen, I'm just going to talk. I don't really want you to respond, but I need to release what's happening with me. Now, hopefully you get to the point where you can, you know, uh, put your trust in a professional and and have some type of, of positive discourse to help you. But listen, therapy isn't just about when things are going wrong. Is you know you watch Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano saw a therapist while the things was going great. <laughs> you know I, I don't know those old and you know listen I'm, I'd be old enough to remember Sopranos. But you know when things are going great and when things are not going great because if things are going great you want to be able to know how to maintain it and to and to keep that going. So you know I talked about exercising. We we talked about sleep. Sleep is critical. Somehow I've transformed into a night owl. Uh, that was never me. I'm always an early morning person. You know, I, I used to love waking up at six. You know, five thirty. Now, if I wake up at seven, seven thirty, I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm not going to feel like it's somebody out there hustling harder than me because they're not getting because they're only sleeping four hours, and I'm trying to. I'm taking sleeping medication so I can get me at least six and a half. I don't. I don't feel bad about that because what happens, and I, and I, I have a video actually on, on my YouTube, Quantify LLC. You can search Philip Browntree, where I talk about the impacts of of sleep. When I worked in the crisis hospital, listen, we've had we had people come in who were psychotic, meaning that they were hearing voices, they were seeing things that weren't there, all because they didn't sleep, all because they didn't sleep for a day or two for whatever reason. And so then they come in and they lay down and they get some sleep, sleep aid. And next thing they know, they wake up like, hey, what's going on? And it's like, well, listen, this was happening. No. But it was just like, you know what? And, and some of them were entrepreneurs who came in because they had this idea that they had to, they had to be up. 
They had the, they had the grind, and that's Stop. that's and one thing frustrates me, man. I, I may meet this boy in life, I may never meet him. It, you know, he has the sleepers for suckers brand, and I'm just like, dog, are you serious? Yeah, but to counteract it, there is a um, there's a brand called F the Hustle, um, and they talk about that. Okay. Um, so that's something that you guys can check out, and just to piggyback off of what. Phil was saying, I think it's very important to connect with people. Um, Definitely. When we're in isolation or when you start becoming depressed or you get anxiety, I think sometimes our go-to is just to be away from people. And then we're upset with people for not checking in with us when we're not answering their phone, we're not, you know, connecting. So I think that was... You know, great that you were saying that connect with your daughter and be around people or things that bring you joy. Yeah, this 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 actually it, it ties into because I actually had broken it down into you know quantify the quad physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. You know, just the mental aspect of it. Yo, unplug from the world. Like unplug from social media. <laughs> you crossing it off like yes. you got to, <laughs> Nah, yo, you gotta unplug. Like Charlottesville was making me sick. Charlottesville was making me physically nauseous because and it's not even just about being an entrepreneur. This is whether you got a nine to five or what have you. Get off social media, man. It's just it's so it, it has its positive uh, traits, but it also has its negative traits. And I sometimes get like physically ill. Like I might like one time I checked it like 10 times in like a span of like three minutes. And I was just like, yo, what the heck is this? It felt like I'm addicted. Like it felt like I'm addicted, and so and it's a, there's a re-traumatizing element to that as definitely. well. You know, so you're hearing that narrative over and over again, and it starts to seep into your uh, your whole being. So the next thing you know, you're walking out of the house very angry or upset about some things, um, which you rightfully so could be upset about. However, um, it's greatly impacting your day, and if you're an entrepreneur, maybe greatly in- impacting your business. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Again, it's, it's so critical. Uh, you know, because we talked about the physical component, which was exercise, uh, sleep. You brought up, you know, planning your meals. I didn't realize how important that was until I started doing it, you know, and how that takes like an, it'd be stressful sometimes thinking about what to eat. You know what I mean? Like, or did I, or did I eat? Tell me about it. I'm a, um, a vegetarian. I call myself a vegetarian. So I'm somewhere in between. Once in a while when I'm out, I do have some cheese. Uh, just for lack of not finding things or the stress of trying to find something. I eat swine, um, full disclosure. I like pork. Well, we're working on this. We really, really <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to change. I, I, listen. We're really I, working on this. Chicken bug. You know what I mean? I'm not with it. I think it's really crucial, though, too, for me, um, because I had um, PCOS, which is uh, polycystic syndrome, and uh, it really affects my mood, and it's a hormone and and, um, metabolism um, imbalance. And me taking away the meat, and meat has a lot of hormones in it, really gave me a different type of energy. So um, that really impacted how I could really work within my business. I could endure longer days or hours or just my, uh, I had more momentum and energy to make it throughout the day. So that, that that was helpful. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I, I listen. I, I might joke around. I do eat meat, but no, I do feel the difference when, like, if I go days without eating vegetables, you know, and then I do have vegetables. I'm more, 
regular. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm feel, I'm, but I feel good. Too much information. <laughs> my, my bad. But I, you know, I feel energetic. So yeah, no, it's, it's definitely you know just eating in general. A lot of people who, especially our youth, like I, I had my, you know, my my son, who I had him track his food. You know, just for a week, cause he, he, you know, he's trying to, you know, get toned up and things like that. And so he realized he only eats like twelve hundred calories a day. And so even f- unless I, I told him, you're like a, a hundred and thirty pound year old, you know, fifteen uh, year old girl. You know the way that you eat. You know, and so it's because he's like, yo, I just don't think about it. I don't think about eating until at night, and then I'm like, oh, let me eat something. You know, and so here he is going this whole day. And for him, you know, being a high school student, you know, where you're because they get up ridiculously early anyway. Uh, You know, but I I say that to say, like, we got to just be mindful about the fact that we do need to eat and our nutrition is is key. You know, and so, you know, you're stopping at McDonald's for the for the quick for the quick meal. Yeah, at times that's cool. But, you know, if that's every meal, you know, you're not getting the necessary, uh, you know, nutrition that you that you need in order to be as productive as possible and as being an entrepreneur and you structuring your day i know i work from home um i had to structure my day and and where i actually pause and eat lunch like i stop and i make my food in the middle of the day because i i have the advantage of doing so um but making myself actually stop and um, structure and folding in my eating into my day. Like it's a very important element and I have to do it. I tell myself I have to do it because I was finding myself having headaches, um, dehydrated, Mm. just, you know, real dehydrated. And so I have my my water, um, I have my Zokurushi, which is like this um, uh, expensive uh, thermos um, from like Japan, but it is like, the bomb, like it has. Do, do people say the bomb anywhere? Like, I, no, because you, you know what I realized? We get stuck in our era where we were popping and our language was cool. We get stuck with that. Yeah, well, I mean, it was the bomb. So it is three days. Like you put water in it and it stays cool for three days. Or if you put um, coffee in it, it stays hot for three days. So oh, wow. um, I, I really like it and it was worth the investment. And I think it was. How much that cost? It's like seventy dollars for. Nah, man, you gotta go buy two, th- three cups you know of coffee. Because I'm not spending money on clothes because I work from home, and, and unless I'm going out doing a speaking engagement or something like that, that became my new reward. Something I could take with me. And like um, we say, you gotta reward yourself. You gotta reward yourself. No, that that definitely makes sense. Um, another thing that I don't actually don't have on here um, is planning. I know me personally, I'm awful. I'll be, I'll be honest. Like my, you know, I try to say, you know, I got, I bought like 15 journals, calendars, you know, to plan my day, and I've still been unsuccessful at it. But I, I strive. I'm continuing to strive to do it. But it's, it's, but the days that I have done it, you know, I feel like my, it's a lot of less stressful. You know, I know exactly what I need to do for the day and know what I need to accomplish. Uh, this, this, this friend of mine on. Not a friend on Facebook, you know what I mean. So are they friends? I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. But I, you know, she had posted her schedule, and she had like different things. Then I saw she had posted going to the basketball game in in her schedule, like you know these two hours. And so I was like, you know what? Yeah, you got to schedule that time. So what I, what I, one day that I do, 
I schedule my cigar, you know, my adult beverage, and I watch Insecure at 10.30 on Sundays every Sunday. I think just to counteract that, I mean, maybe planning your um, your self-care, putting that Definitely in, planning in, your self-care. in your um, schedule. But when I say counteract that, is that over planning can stress you out. Um, where okay. you have the pressure, I gotta get here, and, mm -hmm. and it produces a lot of anxiety. So I, for me personally, I had to learn how to not glorify planning and just actually just do the doing. Sometimes we spend endless hours planning, just planning, planning. planning. Yeah. and we have to realize life is life. Like still things are gonna happen. I mean, right now we in retrograde. Things is just gonna happen. <laughs> Shout clips, out to Mercury. You know. You know. <laughs> So um, things happen. Did you see the clips? I'm sorry, I didn't see the clips. I seen. I was in the gym. I, it got a little dark. I was like, "Oh, is it about the rain?" I w I was blind. I mean, I the, I don't know why I thought I could look at it. I mean, even though I seen people looking through cereal boxes on the corner, you know, having shades on, it looked like a crescent. You know, pretty much uh, like a crescent moon situation. Um, it was neat. I mean, but. It took your mind off of the, the stresses of life, you know. But. I did see a, a meme that said, you know, looking up at the solar eclipse about to claim for disability. I, I think I saw everybody posting <laughs> that. And I was just like, you know, yeah, I guess. But I'll stick to the clips, uh, Pusha T and Malice. I'll... As they're a rap group. I'm not yeah. sure if I you're mean, familiar with them. I mean, I know Pusha T, but yeah, you know. Yes. Yeah, the Clips, Old Virginia. You know the Clips, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I mean, go back. First part, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You know, so, you know, that's the Clips I'll stick to for my self-care. But <laughs> So, also, emotional. You know, just taking care of your emotional wellness. Listen, experience feelings. Experience emotions. Uh, laugh. Cry. Scream. Do what you need to do to express an emotion. That is healthy. You do not have to keep it in. You don't have to internalize everything that's happened. If something frustrates you, listen, it's okay to cry. Uh, talk to somebody. Again, we talk to therapists. Talk to somebody that's trust, that you trust, who you, whose opinion you value. So some of the things I do, um, and I actually just went to uh, a retreat. Shout out to uh, um, Black Liberation Community Development. Um, retreat, which they utilize um, RC, which is reevaluation counseling, and in uh, reevaluation counseling, they do uh, a multitude of different methods, um, such as like you really you sit there sometimes you push somebody's hands and you scream and you yell and the release that you have from that like i felt so good but then i felt drained i felt tired but i felt like my muscles were relaxed and i didn't realize that i had so much um pent up in me but just to release that it was really therapeutic for me mm -hmm. um and you know you're making kind of um expressive noises there you're crying you're doing all types of stuff but it feels good to be in a space where you could just let go, um, uh, release yourself from the pressures of performing. And uh, another thing I do um, is a natural method called CBD, which is cannabidiol. Um, and yes, it comes from a cannabis plant. I don't smoke weed. It's, it's the non-active uh, part of the plant. So um, the, the same side that the hemp comes from, you know, hemp is, uh, is legal, so it's CBD. Um, so shout out to greenzencbd.com, but, uh, it's something that you can take 
um, like a, a, a gummy, uh, some people vape it, and it just totally relaxes you. I tell people it's like that good sleep at the church. Like it's real, real, like deep, deep sleep um, going on. And Reiki helps me um, go through all types of emotions and release it. It was really, it's really good for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, as far as me, I'm still trying to figure out ways to to release different things. Again, going to the gym really takes it takes an emotional toll on me because I am so invested in in my workout. You know, granted, sometimes the first step is just going, and that's that's difficult for a lot of people. But even just going, and then once you build it and make it a routine, and you realize, listen, you're invested in it. So when I go squat, people say, "Hey, for you squat every day." You know, I realize it's it's less. Granted, I am getting stronger. I'm seeing the effects from it, but it takes everything out of me. It takes everything out of me. And so, like today, for example, you know, I had I was supposed to do four sets. I don't want to get too technical, but you know, I ended up doing three because at the third one, I was just like, I'm drained. You know, and that's okay. Um, I released a lot of tension. You know, my body is like a limp noodle right now. <laughs> and so now let me go home. Let me go relax and let me go chill because it, it helps me. And so you just have to find what it is uh, for you that will help you release whatever it is that you're feeling. Because at the end of the day, man, what you, you can't lose focus and, and that you're a human being. You know, before you're an entrepreneur, before you're a mother, a brother, a sister, a boyfriend, girlfriend, before any of that, you're a human being. And so it's important to be whole. It's important to be well. I see a, a lot of, uh, it seems like everywhere I'm turning, I'm seeing a lot about self-care. Shout out to especially minority women, especially black women in particular. I'm seeing a lot more about self-care and that push for them. I think women just in general right now are winning. I owe it to Trump. You know what I mean? I think pre-Trump, you know, women were rolling. You know what I mean? They were coming together, like really coming together. But I think after, it's just like they're just banding together. And whatever we need to do to be strong as a unit, no matter the ethnicity, um, that that's, that that's happening. And I think it's so critical, So especially as men, because, you know, again, this is a quote-unquote men's wellness podcast. But it's just a podcast to, to get people to think, to get people to think about the importance of, of overall wellness. And so as men, we need to do a better job at that. We have to recognize that the demands and the pressures that we have on ourselves, whether they're self-imposed or societal, that we still take our, our, that we still recognize that, listen, we still can be vulnerable. We still can be expressive of our, of our emotions in a healthy way. And we won't be looked down upon as a result. So I think that's it for me. I don't know if you guys, you got something else, anything else you want to say? You said uh, emotional. I don't know if you got to. Oh, did I, did I get the spirit? I didn't, I'm sorry. Because you said, you said, Ricky Key. You said that like four or five times. But so what I have for spiritual, I have uh, meditate. Um, again, I, I I got the chakra app on my phone. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I started for like a minute, you know, two minutes, making the sounds and things like that. But, you know, meditation, listen, I have a friend who, you know, who meditates every day for an hour, you know, when he wakes up. And I'm like, listen, that's, I, can, I get it. It makes sense because it's like a deeper connection. The more you spend 
with yourself as you know we was having a discussion off the mic about the importance of just you know understanding self and spending time with self not getting caught up in the negative thoughts it's easy to let negative thoughts uh permeate but to just sit and just be one with self is, is so critical i think also just to sit in silence to clear your mind of all the thoughts that you have i know uh russell simmons is a big um uh proponent of meditation but what I do um, once a month, I at least try to do a bath meditation. Um, it's awesome. I put the meditation music one from YouTube. Um, I just type in bath meditation. And I put different things in my bath. Um, if I'm like, trying to detox or something, I might put some lemons in there. Um, really just enjoying yourself with um, some... Just get like romantic with yourself as far as like put some some nice candles or lighting the music and just literally relax. Um, so that's very important to me. And I know Phil just mentioned having the chakra app, but I think that apps also um, are a good resource for you. Um, we all use our cell phones, so. Some apps that you've used is My Fitness Pal, the Sleep Cycle app. The, the uh, there's a, I think there's an app out there that reminds you when to drink some water. So use some of those resources for yourself um, to remind yourself uh, to self care throughout the day. And I think that's pretty much all the tips. You sure? You sh- you sure you good? That's because I, 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 I was about to try ending. You was like, no, we not ending. So I mean, like Branson. Hip hop, don't act like offline. You wasn't talking about it. Listen, Brown Sugar, one of my favorite movies. It is, Uh, (laughs) but yeah, no, I definitely appreciate. I definitely want to thank you for came all the way up from DC. I'm not gonna front like you came for the podcast. You know what I mean? But no, I definitely appreciate you coming. Uh, You know, because I care about you. I love you. You know, I'm I'm proud of you in in the direction of your life. So I'm glad you're here. Let the people know where they can reach out to you and and follow you and buy stuff thank you uh um you can find me at uh silentforyourlife.com which i'm relaunching now so if you go there it's gonna say oh relaunch coming soon but you can also follow me at silent for your life on ig twitter facebook um google plus i don't know if people really use google plus like that but (laughs) um yes definitely uh right now i'm on a speaking tour uh, here in the Philadelphia area, so I'll be in Philadelphia and Jersey. I definitely had to show Philip some love, uh, and we do friend check-ins all the time. And I am extremely proud of him starting this podcast and being very expressive and open and honest and transparent. Um, I'm always going to be a cheerleader for him or anybody that is. Um, living in their truth and walking in their truth. So I am very appreciative. Don't be a stranger. Um, or I'm just going to have to hawk you and be like, look, I'm coming through. <laughs> Shout out to the podcast listeners. <laughs> but thank you all. And so, yeah, I, I was going to cry, but it's so hot in here. I think I, I lost all the water in my Tears body. Tears are dried up. <laughs> right. That's why you got to stay hydrated. It's so Exactly, care. exactly. And so, as you know, you can reach me on Instagram and Twitter, Phil underscore Quadify, Q-U-A-D-E-F-Y. Catch me on Facebook, facebook.com 
it's a backslash. I guess that's a backslash. Uh, backslash Philip MSW. That's Philip with two L's. That's pretty much it. I think he got MySpace too. My, if you don't get on my face, <laughs> peace. Bye.